And the time to start, if you're not living your dream, is right now. Start setting goals and setting out where you set in the course of your life and setting it all up so that you get somewhere in the future. When all that comes together, something happens called fulfillment. If you are not experiencing awesomeness in every aspect of your life, it's just from an internal block or barrier disconnect that you've chosen to take on. Life is as easy or as hard as we want to make it. And I got my hands and my eyeballs and my heart around any information I could around holistic healing. And that led me down a never-ending rabbit hole of which I'm still spelunking into the depths of. I needed something like ayahuasca to really wake me up because I was very rigid and very stuck in my ways and very structured and controlling. And my first ayahuasca ceremony cracked my ego in a billion pieces. And uh, that's when I believe when you when we really follow our deepest truth, when we really follow our soul, when we really follow our true calling, the universe rises to support us moment to moment to moment. Welcome to the Holistic Health and Human Potential Podcast. I am your host, Ronnie Landis. I'm an international speaker, author of multiple books, an integrative nutritionist, a transformation and embodiment coach, and simply a man who has devoted most of my life to the study, application, and integration of human potential. And it is my biggest inspiration to bring you weekly episodes that will expand your mind, challenge your paradigm, deepen your heart, and help you to embody the greatest version of yourself as I believe you are meant to do something incredible with your life and this podcast exists simply to support you on that journey. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to episode 119 of the Holistic Health and Human Potential Show. I'm your host, as always, Ronnie Landis. And we have an absolutely incredible interview lined up for you with Richard Rudd, the creator and founder of The Gene Keys. This was an incredible opportunity to pick the brain of somebody that has done such extraordinary work that it goes beyond description, really. Before we dive into this, though, I want to just let you know, if you don't know already, that I have an incredible Holistic Health Mastery Nutrition Certification Program called the Holistic Health Mastery Program. You can find information about that at holistichealthmastery.com. This is my baby. This is what I put out into the world about three years ago. And it is currently serving hundreds of health enthusiasts and wellness leaders and coaches all over the world. And this is one of the most incredible programs that's ever been put onto the internet. Not just my words, but words of hundreds of students that have, that have really been through some of the most well-known nutrition certification coaching programs out there. And I'm just really honored and excited about where this program is about to go, let alone the fact that it is really extraordinary where it is in this moment. But where it's going is just incredible, and I'm so excited for everyone that participates in it. So I'd love to invite you to review and check out this uh, incredible program at HolisticHealthMastery.com. And so as we move into today's episode with Richard Rudd, this was an incredible opportunity to have a conversation with a man that really has devoted his life to bringing out 
a, a treasure trove of knowledge and wisdom in the form of what's called the gene keys. The gene keys, if you don't know, is a type of typology, human design type of typology, which really explores the inner workings of the human experience from a very unique angle that's never really been brought out into the world like this. And the one thing I can say about it before we go into the interview, which we'll dive deeper with Richard into, is that the basic premise is that within our genetic code, within our human genome, lies the secrets to our human evolution. And it also it also brings in this interesting concept that all the memory patterns of our not just our personal blood lineage, but our human lineage back to millennia, back to the the, the basis of life uh, as a humanoid, as a human. It's all been recorded and documented and encoded in our genetics. In our genes lies the memories of our ancestors and also lies the codes or the codons of our human potential. And and we can transform the trajectory of the human race by understanding these concepts and understanding how to integrate all sides of the human experience and our shadows and our light side and become a complete embodiment of our own transformation. That's kind of my words. That's my own kind of understanding of it. It goes so much deeper and we do go deeper in this episode. So I'm going to leave it at that for now. This was incredible for me. And um, Richard Rudd is just, um, just a treasure trove of wisdom on all levels beyond compare. So I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. Make sure that you order a copy of the Gene Keys and you go do what's called your hologenetic profile on the website that we provide so you can follow along and you can really dive into this wisdom that lies within your Gene Keys. Without further ado, enjoy this recording between me and Richard Rudd. Richard's mystical journey began early in life as he experienced strange energies rushing throughout his body. This phenomenon catalyzed his spiritual search. All his studies became synthesized in 2002 when he began to write and receive the Gene Keys. It took seven years to write the book and understand its teachings and applications. Today, Richard continues to study and teach the profound lessons contained in the Gene Keys. And quite the profound lessons indeed, and that is what we're here to explore. Thank you so much for joining me, Richard. Thanks, Ronnie. It's lovely to be here. Yeah, like I told you before we began recording, I've really been looking forward to this for a long time, and I became exposed to the work of the Gene Keys. I want to say, well, a couple years ago when I was diving deep into human design, and human design has been very, very powerful for me, but then... The Gene Keys came to me, and I experienced it as almost like a new emergent kind of phenomena or an expansion of what I had um, explored in human design. And so I just I just became curious and started studying it, and that's how I came across you and understanding a little bit more of how the Gene Keys came into play. So I feel like the best place to start is um, – 
you know, probably, you know, for people listening, I would imagine that the first two intertwined questions is probably probably what most people are wondering is ex- what exactly are the gene keys and how did they come into communication with you or you with them? Yeah, um, I, I, it's a good question. Um, there's a lot of potential answers to it. Uh, um what are they? They are, you know, put the, the elevator pitch, if you like, mm-hmm. is um, they're about helping you to embrace your higher purpose in life. And, and I, and I kind of use the word high, higher very specifically, their higher purpose. So not just what's my purpose in life, um, but the, the, this concept that everyone has actually a higher purpose, something um, numinous, something hidden inside them that, uh, you know, can really expand their consciousness beyond the norm, beyond what we consider the norm, the normal reality. Um, and so my th- that's what the Gene Keys are really here to do, to help you move from the challenges and struggles of your everyday life and to actually use those struggles as a means to find this, uh, this higher essence that each of us has inside um, and express that and manifest that out in the world. And there are many different flavors of that. And the Gene Keys give you a map of those many different flavors. They're, it's based on the on the Chinese I Ching. Um, so, you know, and I'll talk a little bit about that. But that, basically, that's the elevator pitch. It's, it's the, that potential to unlock something that's coded deep inside our being. Um, and that's, that's something that, that many of us are striving uh, for, or we sense that we, that we have a much greater potential than than we are currently manifesting. So it's about mm. reaching that and finding that. Mm, that's beautiful. And I, I love how you mentioned that it's not just about finding a purpose or the purpose, but it's a higher purpose that really resonates with me. And mm. I'm finding as I traverse through the gene keys in the, at any given time, it, it, because of the way that it's set up and obviously we'll, we'll dive, we'll unpack that a little bit more for everybody, but the way that it's set up, I experience it like a bit of a journey, you know, it's like the first, mm. the first book outside of like maybe a story or something like the alchemist or something where I'm actually experiencing myself going on a bit of an internal journey. And there's so many incredible references for my own life and my own particular, I guess, soul signature, if you will, that I experience as I'm going through it, even things that I may not have been aware were inside of me both on the shadow and on the city as as um, it's put in the work the higher kind of illuminated sense of my own purpose or my higher purpose so I'm really yeah I'd love to unpack this a little bit for everybody I'd love I'd love to start that by kind of getting a getting understanding how did this come to you um, well, I think it's always been around since I was a child, and um, I, I just didn't know what it was. Uh, and like you said in my bio, I, I, when I was younger, I had these um, experiences of energy moving through my body, and, um, and and that was sort of a bit weird because I didn't really have a reference for that. Others didn't know what I meant when I spoke of it, and I could feel them moving all the time through me and and out into the kind of environment around me 
Um, and then at a certain point, I came in, I think I was 18, I came into touch with a, uh, you know, some Tai Chi um, teachers. And, um, and that was when I first understood formally about, you know, the movement of energy through our body and that we were more than just our bodies. And so that catalyzed the search. Um, and, you know, I was carrying this inside me. And, um, and then it was back in 1996, I, I had a big spontaneous experience, suddenly a kind of implosion inside me where all of that, whatever it was, the potential that was inside me just, just awoke suddenly one morning i woke up and there it was and i i was just filled with this this light and i was a different bit kind of being entirely you know that higher purpose was suddenly all around me and um and so i was in a very exalted state and i stayed in that state for about 3 days and 3 nights i didn't sleep um and then i came down from that state and back into my normal um my normal body my normal reality and um and so I had I spent a decade trying to process that experience, um, and and went through all kinds of um, responses of either thinking I'm mad or kind of thinking I'm a messiah, or and then just I tried denial. I said no, it didn't happen. It was just you know mm. I don't know some I don't know I made all kinds of excuses and eventually I just it settled in me and. Um, I started, that was when I, about the time I came to, you know, I came to, I found um, human design, actually. Um, and I recognized something in the stream of the wisdom of that teaching. Um, but for me, it wasn't the teaching itself. It was something in the stream and the man mm-hmm. who was teaching it. So I went immediately to to meet him and, and I could feel it and I could feel a resonance. I didn't understand that. And I sat in the back of all of his talks and lectures and didn't, never took a note and <laughs> took it in. And um, he eventually invited, you know, he saw me and kind of felt me and we kind of became known to each other. And uh, and eventually he asked me if I wanted to bring human design to the UK. So I said, OK, I'll give that a try. And I was a bit, you know, I was a bit adrift at that time in my life. So I um, I brought it over here. Um, but and I, and I went quite deep into that system and that knowledge, which is also another self-discovery system, um, and it's quite mental. Um, and I, but I, you know, as I went into it, I kind of realised that it wasn't it. It was the th- it was it was a container for it. You know, and the energy was what I was mm. recognising. Um, and so after you know a certain number of years of of using that system and playing with it. I kind of expanded, I expanded naturally out of it, beyond it, um, because there wasn't enough heart in it for me, and there wasn't enough femininity, and um, it was a very masculine feeling transmission of wisdom, and um, and lo- wonderful though it is in in many respects, and, a, and great guidance for many people, but for me, I, I I had to keep going, so I just kept going, and then all the different things that I'd studied throughout my life, um, you know, and human design was just one of them, kind of just fell into place inside me. And I started to write this book, The Gene Keys, um, which was my, in a way my kind of version of the I Ching. And it took a life of its own and and out of it then, you know, it wasn't called The Gene Keys then. It didn't really have a name. I was just writing it. And then as it came, um, the name came and I realized that it was a wisdom teaching. And in that book, I managed somehow to encapsulate 
all well not all the things but the 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 essence of what happened to me in those three days when i had that you know kind of vast mystical experience um and so i managed to contain it in a in these in these pages um it's in a in a kind of cell in some kind of energetic form in a mm. pattern so that i think when people read the book that's what they're getting they're getting those three days they're getting the signature of that light you know in kind of microcosm i've never really put it like that before but that's how i that's how i see it and i think that's why people have a kind of quite a strong cellular reaction when they're they're working with a book and they're contemplating the gene keys as a as a teaching and applying it in their own life mm. so yeah yeah, and you put it very well in the sense that yeah, so many people that I I have uh, talked to that have been um, doing the work with the jinkies, it, it very much is that kind of experience. It's very, it's like, um, it's, it's extremely unique and very. It's this interesting phenomenon. It's like a phenomenon. It's like when it is a cellular kind of resonance. It's like something comes alive and it's different. Like as you mentioned with human design or other systems that may feel a little more mental, more intellectual, kind of more, yeah, like mental um, uh, in the sense of like having to think about things, which is great. But there's this like catalytic effect, at least I'll speak from my experience, when I'm going through a particular gene key, it's, you know, what strikes me about it um, is no matter what key I'm working with, there's always a strong resonance. It doesn't matter. I can randomly open up the book mm. and no matter where I go, there's always something there that mm. like it sparks something in me. Yeah. I think a lot of people have that same experience. Mm -hmm. And um and 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 it's because it's a living transmission, I call it a transmission, you know, it's a transmission of wisdom. Um, it goes on growing, you know, so I'm, I'm constantly, it's like a garden and I'm constantly seeing new shoots emerge. And I, I think the things that happened to me in those three days, I kind of, it was a bit like seeing the symphony, you know, the whole symphony. And then, you know, when I write the Gene Keys book, it was kind of the, one of the main parts of that symphony, but it has many other kind of aspects. <clears throat> and so I'm, you know, I, I'm, I've just turned 50 and I kind of think I've got a decade probably to complete the symphony, to write down and, mm. and not just write down, but also teach and deliver all the different elements that I experienced and felt because it's a whole life synthesis. And the, and the Jinkies book is the kind of core of it, but it has many offshoots and many directions that it, it wants to go and it wants to go and help, you know, it wants to apply itself to, you know parenting and it wants to apply itself mm. to relationships and financial things and it yeah. it wants to go in many directions that are helpful to people in you know in all kinds of walks of life uh, so that's that's yeah, amazing fun. i yeah i i really i really uh, look forward to the different expressions and the ways that it takes form because i i absolutely agree i mean it, it feels like to me that from listening, even just this very short time that we're we're kind of tuning into one another, I'm getting a sense that you're, although you you're at kind of a midpoint, some might say, it almost sounds like you're at a new phase of the process. Like there's a new, fresh beginning happening with this work and where it, where yeah. it wants to go. It's very true. Yeah, it's very true. I'm exactly in that position, and um, right now, actually, I'm undergoing a. 
a kind of rebranding of the Gene Keys, which is isn't just surface; it's actually very deep. Um, so I'm I'm kind of looking at, you know, I've, I've got a new book, a small book coming out at the end of this um, year, uh, which is the, called The Art of Contemplation. And that's, mm. in a way, that's the central technique behind the Gene Keys. And I wrote about it in the introduction to the book. <clears throat> but it's, um, it's actually quite a profound thing to learn to do. And many of us are kind of doing it anyway who are embarking on spiritual journeys, but it, it sort of shows you the potential of what it really means to go deeply into anything and to consider it, but not just mentally, but also emotionally to take it deep into you and finally into the cells of your body um, to really absorb wisdom at a kind of cellular level. That's what the art is. Um, and so it's a very small book, which is very, you know, in a way it's my kind of Zen book, I think. Um, and I've made every word count in it, and I haven't quite finished it yet. But it's got, it's kind of leading the new direction in a sense, um, and it will f sit very nicely with the, the main Gene Keys book. And it's not all about books, of course. It's, there's also um, programs, and I, I I do occasionally go out and teach live <laughs> um, and share it and meet people, which I love to do. Mm. Um, but I also have a very busy home life, and I'm an ordinary guy at the same time. So mm. all of this is going on while all that's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, I, I, I'm feeling like I would really love to, you know, assuming that a lot of people that are listening to this may have heard of the Gene Keys or they may not have heard of it and they're just really curious and want to really kind of dive into the, the like a holographic look or, or a general mm. look of like, what what is the um I'm trying to think what is the 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 particular question but i guess in the, in that in that regard if somebody is just coming to this conversation doesn't know what the gene keys is how can we invite them into understanding mm -hmm. a bit more about the um maybe the premise and the the application of it yeah, I mean, on a practical level, um, I would invite people to go to the website, .genkeys.com, and um, and take a look at, you know, a fun way to begin is to go and get your free profile, your you know, hologenetic profile, as I call it, which is a kind of layout, uh, a dashboard, in a way, of your of your higher purpose, but laid out in these different sequences of these codes. Um, and so, you know, I, I say there are three elements to understanding the jinkies in depth, you know, and, and I call them the map, the compass and the journey. And the book we've, we've mentioned already, and that's really the map. And then the compass is this profile because it gives you a personalized version of the jinkies. And then the journey is called the golden path. And it's a it's an online program where what I've done is I've I've taken I've assumed that you have the book yep. oh, yeah. <laughs> and and then you've got your profile in front of you. And then I take you on this journey mm. into your profile using the book, um, but also further text and videos and step by step. It's like it's a, it, I wrote it as if I could be there with you, holding mm. your hand and taking you deeper into your own profile. So so I wouldn't have to have like train a whole load of human design type people to do it, you know, um, and also that I wouldn't have to be out there on the circuit teaching endlessly. So I wrote this. It took me two years to write this program, you know, of steps. And you can just take a little step like the first step on the website, step one of the 
program, Golden Path program, is a free step. So you can go in and you get your integration, you get your kind of your, the first materials and the introduction to the gene keys and here's the book and here's the profile and these are the things. And it's very clear. It just sort of goes, step one, do this, read this, watch this, listen to this, contemplate that. And then, and then if you want to do step two, you kind of pay a small amount and then you're into the program. And then it's step two is do this, read this, you know, and it's very simple. I've laid it out in a very practical way. And people get a huge amount out of it because you can either do it with someone or you can do it on your own. Um, and it's a very, very deep journey. Um, the first stage of it is called um, unlocking is, is about your purpose. And the second stage is about your relationships, which is the deepest part of it. And then the third part is about prosperity. Um, and they all flow one from another so that you've probably looked at this and, you know, they're all kind of, they form a, a storyline. So when you begin and you embark on this journey and you've got the book sitting there, it gives you a thread to follow. You know, it gives you this kind of mystic thread and it's unique to you. But the text and the videos and things show you how to apply it and guide you how to think and contemplate about the gene keys. Because it's not all done for you, right, is it? It's not one of those systems that it's all done for you. Yeah. It, it, it throws quite a lot onto your plate, and it says you're going to have to work quite a lot of this out with your own insight. But here's a great tome of stuff to work with. Um, mm. And that's, that's you know, I, I like that approach of, of trusting the pilgrim mm. to find their own intuitive route and, and unlock their own insights rather than kind of telling them who they are, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. And I, I so, will, yeah. this really speaks into one of the things that I heard you say um, in, one, in an interview where this isn't like fast food spirituality. This no, is something you actually have to participate in and, and, and you know, really work through. Like this is, this is your life essentially. And yeah. So this isn't about like giving you principles or, or telling you this is the way it is like this is a journey that you have to participate in yeah it's a long slow lustrous burn and it's <laughs> you know it's beautiful you know because something that that requires that amount of depth and time you know it, it's 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 really worth it um and so i i kind of you know i know that nowadays that's not so fashionable <laughs> but um you know, anything that's worth do, really worth doing just takes time, mm, isn't it? Don't absolutely. you find the same? 100%. I think that's why this resonates with me so much is because of the world that we've we've uh, kind of been surrounded with, with just like the fast food, the immediate gratification, instant, mm. the instantaneous feedback. Um, it's very... It, it can be very confusing, and because of the the influx of information, it's very easy. I found, you know, this brings up an interesting kind of segue. Actually, I I, I find it a very um, there's a lot of convoluted stuff out there because trying to cater, I guess, to people's attention span, um, because of the just the distractions that people are in, it's very easy to even bypass the growth process and assume the state of like knowledge or, or that we got it together because we saw some 10 minute video on YouTube or something. Yeah. 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 
I know it's uh, it's extraordinary, you know. And I, I was watching a video you did um, when I was checking you out, <laughs> and um, you know we all do that with each other. Um, and uh, you were, do- I was delighted actually because you were doing the sunrise. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. Kind of teaching mm-hmm. People about inhaling the sunrise, and it's a it's a practice I do myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and to do that, you know, you you have to do that you know, a thousand times mm. before you you really, in, in, you know, imbue it at a very deep level. Um, but even if you do it once, it's powerful. But it's, it's the repetition of these things that builds that field of, you know, of, of wisdom and love in our hearts. And, you know, you, you don't you don't get there by just doing it once and then moving on. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm delighted that you were uh, checking out some of the stuff I put out there. You know, what made me think of, um, I was raised as a martial artist since the age of four and, and, uh, I competed internationally. I ran a martial arts school. I lived and breathed it for about 25 years. And, um, I'm so grateful for that because of the discipline and because of the, the culture and the, the, the level of focus and meditation and the repetition, there is no way, um, you know, I'd be able to do the things that I could do or to be able to have created what I've created where I'm at. If it wasn't for that slow burn and the day in and the day out and Mm. just investing all of myself um, to, to anything. And it's like that with anything. We go to work out in a gym. We, we understand this is a really interesting thing that just came up. So we in our culture understand that working out or trying to attain some kind of fitness type of goal, that's going to take some time. It's going to take some work. It's going to take consistency. It's going to take, uh, eating habits. It's going to take a mental kind of, um, calibration. Like there's all these things that we, Mm. we get, but then when it comes to our own spiritual development, I find that there's more of a, a tendency to kind of bypass those little rough edges or the shadows that <laughs> that you mm. speak so much about. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the places that we don't really want to go, you know, <laughs> our shadows. Um, and I, you know, I found quite early on that um, – the shadow places, those places of, you know, of discomfort inside us where we try and distract ourselves away from them, uh, that those places are actually where the magic lies. And so the whole of the Gene Keys is really designed to get you to look at those places of discomfort. Um, so it's really not an easy sell in that respect. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is, that is where the juice is. You know, like a, one of the things I'm talking about quite a lot now is is a a feeling of numbness that many people Mm. feel across their heart you know like a universal numbness and most human beings feel that and um and that is a really powerful feeling to begin moving into with your awareness because as you go deeper into that feeling it reveals layers of you know behind the numbness is actually some you know all kinds of things hidden but it, behind it in layers and layers is is actually when you get to the deeper layers is love um and the only and the only way we can unlock that love is going into that numb feeling first mm. so but we can go in very gently and with great patience and very you know real softness and self compassion and that's another thing that i've put right into the core of the jinkies teachings is this kind of the softness 
you know, there's there's a real clarity and a sharpness to to the to the mental wisdom, but there's a real softness and a compassion that is invited of everyone who's working with this wisdom, mm. because you because the heart. You know, to open the heart, the heart, this is what I've found, I don't know if you agree with this, Ronnie, you know, that the heart, the mind can open quite suddenly. You know, you can have a flashing mm. blast of insight. But generally, the heart opens in layers, layer totally. after layer after yeah. layer. And, mm-hmm. and so it needs a different, it needs coaxing, it needs romancing, it needs softening, <laughs> it needs, you know, it needs a very different feminine treatment. And so that's... The Jinkies wisdom provides that as well, and and a lot of my programs, you know, I I kind of I bring that, I imbue them with that with that kind of mm. energy, so that people kind of relax and they go, this is going to take time, you know. I mean, if you want the ultimate, if you want the ultimate goal, which is you know, one with the divine or enlightenment or you know, universal love or whatever you want to call it, then you're gonna you're gonna have to really spend a lot of time um looking into that and mm. and softening around it. I mean one of my favorite quotes from my own book uh is awakening is a series of softenings. Mm. And uh I, I think of that often. Yeah, you know, you that's such a beautiful point about the distinction between the opening of the mind and the harp is I think that gets very confused. And I'm just thinking as I heard it, I, I got this little little resonance point. I'm like, ah, oh, yes, that's right. Mm. That's where that confusion comes from because, yeah. because the mind yeah. can become awakened to a new possibility or a new way of seeing things. And it's much more of a linear thing. But the heart is this whole dynamic thing where it's like, it just doesn't work along the same linear principles. It it has. It no. almost seems like it has its own its own time. It does, and it opens and closes. You know, mm. and and, we, and so we have to be really patient with ourselves. You know, someone says something, or we wait. It's not even. Sometimes it's just. You know, we had a great day, and then we have a sleep, and then we wake up the next morning, and it kind of seems to be a bit numb again. You're like, oh, not this again. And so you have to really just keep going in and softening and softening and softening. Um, and that's that, I find that to be the you know a great secret of life that gentleness. Mm. Well, this is beautiful, and this actually I think it transitions really well into one of the topics I wanted to bring up with you, which is the archetype and the modern day expression of the wounded healer. And mm. this seems to be a pervasive theme in more metaphysical, health, and spiritually oriented circles. So I would like to just shine a light on this by getting your perspective. And, and also, how does the gene keys come into play here? Well, it, it is about the heart, isn't it? And, um, you know, I, I've I, I, part of the, the thing that happened in those three days I mentioned earlier is uh, I I, I kind of saw the future, <laughs> you know. I saw the I saw the future of humanity. I saw the past, and I saw the present, and I also saw the future. And I, I didn't just see it, but I kind of knew it um, in every cell and fiber of my being. And I remembered it. And and what I saw was, you know, in a way, the the new medicine of the future. And the and the new medicine is really this kind of medicine of people finding their higher purpose in life. And that, uh, you know, because once you really find your high purpose, which is always some form of service, 
then your heart begins to slowly unfold like a flower. Um, and it's that's the process. I mean, in, in the Gene Keys, it's described in the middle of the Golden Path. It's, it's a, a sequence of, of keys called the Venus sequence. Um, and it, it is actually connected to the, you know, the movements of the uh, imprinting of the planet Venus and Mars, in fact, um, uh, uh, when we're born. So it has a connection to astrology and, and things there. But um, uh, the, the essence of it is that it was a huge understanding um, that I had um, that we are we come to the earth wounded and our wounds are our greatest gifts in our wounds lie our greatest gifts and we're wounded in these layers and it's a bit like you know those kind of heist movies you know where you're where you see a the the kind of cat burglar or the bank robber he's he's kind of listening at the door of the safe and he turns the the wheel one way and then he turns it back when he mm -hmm. hears the click and he hears it another way and then he turns it mm -hmm. again and eventually he does the fourth or fifth turn and then he opens it and there's he's in the treasure that's and a great analogy <laughs> our, our hearts are like that and, and we have these woundings a sequence of wounding that's very specific and in the jinkies this is what i was this is what i was given you know as as a, as a gift in a way it's like this is the exact sequence for you, for your unlocking of that heart. So there are literally a sequence of specific points and, and, and themes for each of us. So, and taken from the time and date place of our birth, you can kind of track through those sequence, those sequences, and you can understand. So I went into a very deep process of tracking the wound patterns of human beings um, and laying them all down and writing them all out so that you could see, well, there's yours, you know, and, and like it comes down, it was all based on the Chinese I Ching, you know, and, and it comes down to these six core woundings of humanity. Mm. It's just six of them because the whole, you know, hex, the whole structure of the I Ching, which is based on human DNA, which is why it's called the Gene Keys, you know, it's based on out of these groupings of sixes, which is how our amino acids also based out of sixes, groupings, pairings. Um, and so the structure of human life is is based in these has these patterns and codes and understanding your specific code helps you to really forgive yourself and also helps you to to kind of escape the I call it the Eden loop. It's kind of a loop that we get into where mm. we we especially in our relationships because that's where it's played out. Oh yeah, where we kind of follow the negative the shadow pattern the negative pattern and then the other person feeds it and then we feed it back and we keep this loop running and so the venus sequence helps you to break the pattern that's by seeing through it and then kind of draw your side separate yourself out from the other person's wound um, and then look after yourself and heal yourself you know the child inside you and i think many many great healers or great healing systems do this um and the thing with the jinkies is it's very very precise because it's kind of a science of you know that venus work is the science of our wounding mm. so when people go into that um you know and it's and, and it, it's they have incredible experiences you know and, and i i listened constantly to the experiences that people have as they unwind this wound that we hold and as they kind of 
turn the safe and they get to the next layer, another great treasure is released in their life. Mm. And, it, and it's not, and it, and it, and it has a huge impact you, cause you were mentioning health. It has a huge impact on our health because our health is held by these wound patterns. Mm. So once one is released, a health issue leaves us, you know, and that's an, ex- that's an extraordinary thing. It's an extraordinary experience to move through. I think, you know, the, the, yeah. the disentangling of these ancient patterns, um, but also seeing the beauty of them as we let them go. So that's, mm. yeah, it's a very deep part of, of Gene Key's work. And, you know, a whole community is formed around that in Gene Key's. The, the, the people that have gone deep into the wisdom, you know, they have this sort of radiance um, mm. because they're, they're working at that level. And so they, under, they have a common language and a compassion that starts to grow. Um, so, yeah, it's quite, a, you know, for people who are listening to this for the first time and, you know, if you come to the website, you can also go into the Gene Keys community. It's called the Gene Keys Society that we set up. And in that se- separate part of the website are all kinds of amazing people <laughs> taking amazing journeys and very welcoming and very open hearted and really available to kind of help guide you into the process and um, and just be there as a friend. So uh, that's another aspect of the healing. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if I quite answered your question, but absolutely, I, I, no, absolutely, absolutely, and especially the part with these these um, shadow loops and yeah. how they get stimulated and triggered, especially in relationships. And I and I know I I've had um, experiences with my partner where, yeah, I mean it's just it's natural. I think we all go through it, but there there's a there's it's like it's kind of interesting. It's like the more consciously I, aware I become the more of the pain I feel. Mm. And then it can, if, if there isn't enough of a gap or a pause between loops, then it can actually stimulate um, an, an even more challenging situation that, that we have to reconcile later because maybe both of us, as conscious as we are, it kind of goes a, lev- a level deeper that we haven't mm. worked through. So then it's kind of like a new level of awareness gets created. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was really blown away when, when I received that part of the wisdom and it was, a, it was a sort of second transmission of, that I received later on. Um, and, uh, it, it really, you know, it was exactly what you said, the wounded healer, you know, that our wounds are, 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 are our kind of route to higher consciousness. Mm. And, and it was, it's very, very beautiful, uh, work. I went, as soon as I, I'd started to lay out, I kind of had this feeling that this is why I've come to the earth. You know, I had this mm. feeling like this is as deep as it gets. This mm. is as deep as the work gets. I mean, I can go off into mystical places in the wisdom and it's wonderful, but actually it doesn't get any more human mm. than this, this work on the human heart and on the wound. And so I, I keep coming back to this place of it's all about love and it's all about, you know, relationships and that's kind of the new I think that's the new edge for spirituality is in relationships. Yeah. I'm not sure I am there are many teachers riding that edge, but the ones that are 
you know, they're brave beings because mm. <laughs> they've got to be in a relationship themselves, yeah. and, you know, because we're, we're used to these kind of gurus and lamas right. and, you know, and, and they're not in relationships. Right. Um, and so, you know, like the teachers that are in relationships, you know, are, are the ones that are really kind of riding this new edge. And I think it's a very different teaching that comes out of that. Um, yeah. Well, I know for yeah. me, like in the work that I do, there has definitely been this added level of uh, even sensitivity and vulnerability um, mm. that is that is coming through. There's been this softening. There's still that dynamic kind of like edge that I have that's natural to me, but it's not as much of an edge. Like I can look at old videos that I did and I can see the tonality in my voice was way more like edgy than it mm-hmm. is now. It's just now it's just like calm, relaxed. Um mm there's a compassion and an empathy behind it that I think before I think I was, there was a little more projection than now. So that's really interesting. Mm, Yeah. I think, uh, you know, one of my mentors, um, he's in, he's almost 80 now and he, um, he's been 50 years working in relationships, um, consciously and, uh, in, in, in this one relationship. And, um, uh, and I sort of asked him, what's it like getting old one day, you know, <laughs> and and he said, you know, it's it, it has its pros and cons. But the, you know, the, the good side far outweigh the, mm. the, the bad side. Mm. <laughs> and, and I said, what how would you how would you kind of say that? What, what is the good side, the essence of it? And he said, it's um, it's that you're so much softer with yourself every day that passes. Um, you know, you're so much easier on yourself. You're so much more forgiving with yourself, and and uh, I thought it was really beautiful. And he's a deeply soft man. You just in his mm-hmm. presence, you, you you just kind of want to weep. <laughs> you know, Richard, that just I, yeah. I, I don't want to cut you off, but geez, that just brought up something I think is so relevant. I'm looking at my hologenetic profile right now, mm-hmm. and one of the things I wanted to bring up was the 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 city, the gift, and the shadow. Because that's mm-hmm. the guiding force of this work, right? And mm. so the shadow is is also um, the challenge. The gift is the potential. The city is the essence. And we're talking right now about softening. And I just thought to myself, the suffering that we go through or the shadow or the challenge, it presents um, an opportunity to soften into the challenge opposed to, um, you know, maybe be deflected or avoid it because it just seems overwhelming. Mm. That's exactly what it is. There's a, there's a gift always hidden in the shadow, you know, so take an example of a gene key. The one I often seem to come up with is the six gene key, which is the shadow is conflict. Um, and, you know, which is common to all relationships, for example. And, mm. you know, we, we all know what conflict is. We experience it. Um, but what is what is hidden inside conflict? What is the higher purpose of conflict? And actually, um, when you go to the other end of the spectrum, to the city, and the city is the the divine essence, then the the it's it's about peace, right? So mm. hidden inside conflict is peace. Mm. So in a way, in a way, conflict is the seed, <laughs> and peace is the fruit, and the gift is the middle part. That's the flower. Mm. So you have seed, flower, fruit. And and so you as you kind of go into the seed of the suffering, it oh, it begins to open and it begins to soften and it begins to flower as a gift, as an actual 
creative gift that you then begin to blossom and you offer it to the world. And it only later, as you've really kind of really embarked on the journey in depth, it, 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 it then drops out another seed and it, and it starts to kind of really offer up that fruit, you know, when you've really, really ripened, I think. Mm. Uh, and that takes maturity and time. And um, because it's like we were talking about the heart, you know, you have to be able to open your heart and reopen your heart when it's closed and then open it again <laughs> and, keep, and keep opening it and keep opening it until it's just, you know, all those patterns of closing have just gone. And then it's open all the time. And that's the, mm. that's the city, you know, when, it's, when nothing can, can, can close your heart anymore. Nothing. You know, and we hear those stories of people who, you know, and we sometimes meet them and, you know, who, who are just like that. That's the, their life now. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that can even, you know, trigger anything in them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's so fascinating. I, um, so I'm, I'm looking at my, and by the way, for everyone listening, um, I'm looking at what's called the hologenetic profile and this is my own unique profile. All of you, I'm, um, I can't demand anybody do anything, but I highly encourage all of you, if you've made it this far in the interview, then definitely um, you're going to want to go to this website. It's in the show notes, um, and we'll we'll present another link to that. But you're going to want to go to this website and get your own free hologenetic profile so you can you can see what it is I want to I want to talk about. And I don't, I'm not here. I'm not really trying to talk about on my profile, but just for a frame of reference and any insights would be interesting. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at the whole thing and I just, for whatever reason, I'm looking at my IQ and -hmm. it's uh, 51.2 and it says the line Mm -hmm. to the brilliant mind. That's kind of flattering. Mm -hmm. Um, So it says that the, the shadow is agitation. Mm. The gift is initiative. And then the city is awakening. Mm -hmm. And what's fascinating, I've been going through this interesting um, kind of back and forth, not so much now, but I'm more aware of it, where when I'm at, there is this, there is this time, or there are times, I should say, when I feel very agitated, and it feels like this, like, almost contractive thing where I can't, I can't get to an insight, or I can't, I don't know what to do, or there's something there's something that wants to come through, but there's an agitation that somehow like that, that lock analogy you gave, I can't find the quite the right combination. So there's a little Mm. bit of an agitation, but when it does unlock, there's this like liberation and freedom. And there's like this feeling of like, Oh, finally. Mm. So I I thought that was really interesting. Mm. Yeah, that's great. And, and, you know, that's exactly true that agitate that agitation you know when we're still when we sit still when we we breathe for a moment when we just turn all our devices off and we just are in a moment of presence Mm. often that's when we meet the agitation um and if we stay with it 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 reveals that it actually isn't what we thought it was because it because it 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 shifts right and it actually then you know it reveals this deeper layer which is actually creative 
you know and so as you said an insight then might move into your mind because this is the this is specifically talking about how your mind works yeah. um and then your mind opens you know and then an initiative which is a kind of fire um starts to burn yeah. and and you and you follow that you know and it's a spark of genius and and that insight leads you somewhere maybe into an action or maybe into a thought pattern or maybe into writing or maybe into speaking or it could be you know but it wants to kind of it become kinetic if you know what yes. i mean it wants it might maybe it moves through your body as a as an art martial art move or a yes. yoga posture or yes. something but it it wants to come out into the form and then it wants to express itself fully as, uh, you know, awakening, as an awakened as expression of awakened consciousness. So mm. in all of that little, you know, that that's how your mind kind of opens up, you know, through that. Th the agitation is the key. Mm. So you should, you should, in a way, it's, it's always good to really listen to the agitation. So I shouldn't be agitated that I'm agitated. No, exactly. <laughs> Just be pure agitated and be okay with it and soften with it and give yourself time and give yourself the space and realize that the agitation, it's just a kind of tremor. Mm. You know, it's like when something's coming from the formless into the form, it kind of feels a bit, un, you know, that's what it feels like to you, like some yeah. kind of agitation, like, oh, is something coming? I don't know what it is. It's uncomfortable. I, you know. And you could so easily in that moment distract yourself because you feel uncomfortable. Mm. Um, instead of allowing it, it's kind of it's flowing process, and then it comes out, and you and there's a creative thing, and the agitation's gone. So we all have these little, you know, <laughs> moments and these mm -hmm. little triggers, and that's a nice one. That yeah, so, yeah. So so basically. This is all this all to me sounds like it's an integra it's an integral focus on on our life experience being like integration, right? Like this is an integrative approach to our to our life experience where we're not disowning any part of ourselves. We're fully owning by fully diving in and with the with the understanding that everything in our life is a gift. Yeah, exactly. Everything is to be is to be embraced. Mm. That's the whole work. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that is profound. Simple and profound. Yeah. Yeah. Simple, profound, and 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 slow and steady. Yeah, and the gene keys is a kind of you know I mean it gives you a language. You know, it gives you an alphabet so that you can move through the layers of the kind of Maya. You know, by Maya, I mean the, you know, the 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 kind of um, the reality and yeah. its layers that we live in: the physical world, the emotional world, the the mental world. You know, and there are and there are other worlds and dimensions that lie beyond the worlds that we kind of think we live in, um, and those worlds are also fully accessible those are the worlds that i call the city you know the, the realms of the cities and and they're where the as our heart begins to open those other spaces and dimensions become accessible to us um, mm. sometimes there's flashes and sometimes there's longer exposures and one day as a permanent state yeah mm. yeah really beautiful
So with our with the time we have left, this has been amazing, by the way. This has been an incredible <laughs> deep dive and exploration. And I can anticipate that everybody listening to this is either either ready to dive in or is already right now while listening, <laughs> um, already on the website, already putting the pieces together, which is awesome. Um but I want to I want to just uh, take advantage of the small time we have left and just kind of um, let's see. It's interesting um, and it's kind of funny. The nature of this this conversation is just very spontaneous. Um, I guess what I want to ask is along the lines of hmm. It's interesting having an interesting moment here. Where do you see this work in the in the I guess almost uh in the grand scheme of where we are in the world? I okay, this is it. So I feel like in the world we're going through a great transition. You know, mm-hmm. you mentioned the Maya or the convincing illusions of the world around us and the layers that we move through. People are moving through particular transitions in their their life journey. How would you how would you say that this work is supportive for the the also the individual but the collective transition mm. that the world is going through? Yeah. Um it's it's a great question. It's a nice one to end on as well. Um you know when I wrote the Jinkies book, uh it was a it's an extraordinary experience. It was a book that just kind of wrote itself and it wrote itself very mysteriously. Mm. And um I didn't write the keys in order, you know, there's 64 of them, as you know, and I just let them come in their own sort of mysterious sequence. And I, I get to, I got to one of them, the 55th gene key. And, um, and as I, I got to it, it was like a kind of thunder <laughs> announced itself. Mm. And, um, and I, and I had a, you know, as I was contemplating each one, I mean, it's not like I just wrote the book. It took seven years. So as I went into contemplation of, let's say, the 55th gene key, I might be there for months and experiences would occur. And then I would write out of those experiences. But when this one occurred, it it's like it you know if you if you get the book and you look in the book it's a chapter that's three times longer than any of the others um and in it was the was this prophecy it was like hidden in the reams of this wisdom was this prophecy and um and i i started to write and i was thinking like this this is you know this is really out there it's really different from all the others and it's it, it kind of contains a, a secret code and 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 that was a triggering gene key for this change on the planet and the city by the way is freedom um which you probably know but uh so the symbol and the story that is contained in that chapter by the way that you can read that without buying the book because it's if you click on the book icon on my website in there is the 55th gene key as a pdf so you can read it, and it's about twenty pages, but it's kind of a roller coaster. Um, so if anyone's listening to this, read that. Um, but the story in there is, and the symbol is this dragonfly, you know, and the dragonfly is an emblem that is a, on a lot of the Gene Keys um, stuff. And um, the dragonfly is a great symbol for the awakening of our species because the dragonfly lives underwater for two or three years as a as a nymph, as a creature called a nymph, and it's a predator. It's a very successful underwater predator. And it doesn't live above the water. It's an, it's an underwater creature. 
But then one day, um, a, a kind of gene somewhere inside it is triggered and it does something it's never done before. Mm. And it, it climbs up a stalk of grass or a reed and it climbs into the sunlight, out of the It's like imagine a fish climbing out of the water. Mm. You know, it climbs out of the water and it, and for the first time ever, it sits clinging to this reed in the, in the sunlight. And then what happens is the sun starts to work on it. The solar energy mm. starts to kind of dry it out and starts to sh reshape it. And through a system of, it's incredible, through, through hydraulics, basically, because it's full of water, through hydraulics, the pressure of the drying out pushes the water through the kind of out into the new form and the th and the thorax starts to uncurl and the wings open up and this new creature emerges and it's a and it's like a dragon it's a being of the air and it's and it hangs there with these quivering wings until a gust of wind wind kind of takes it and then it suddenly takes to the air mm. and being an underwater predator it becomes this incredible iridescent kind of dragon of the air um, and it's, so it's an extraordinary creature. It's also one of the most ancient creatures on the planet, by the way. Um, but the, that transition from water to air is, is our transition. It's the transition where the water is our desire body. You know, it's our emotional body. And it's through the transmutation of our emotions, of our desires, of, of our hunger of our needs mm. into a higher into that higher love you know that we actually take to the air but and, and what i really get from this is that inside each of us inside our dna lies coiled another creature <laughs> and and we don't yet know fully what that creature is um but it's hidden and that's why my book is called it, The Higher Purpose Hidden in Your DNA, mm. because it is hiding inside the whole of our species, and we haven't yet awoken. And one or two of us have. The early ones have taken to the air. Mm. Some of us are up on that reed clinging, mm. and the sun is working on our backs, and it's <laughs> opening us up, and we're going through this splitting experience. And it's going to happen throughout human DNA. And it's going to happen throughout our species, and uh, and a new kind of entity, you know, will emerge that lives in a new dimension. Yeah. And that's what that's the essence of the whole Gene Keys book. Is is it's wow. in that story of the dragonfly. It's a beautiful story. It's amazing. Um, but it's also, yeah, I think it. I think it's 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 very much where we're heading, and that's why the Gene Keys is a is a teaching of its time. And it's been waiting for a long time for this time, and it's come at this time. Mm. Um, for for the people who are ready to receive it and who recognize it so yeah well that, <laughs> that was an incredible note to conclude on wow i didn't even yeah. know that i had no idea about that whole process that's amazing okay yeah uh, um you read that you read that gene key though have you read that i one? i've i've um you know, to be honest, I've been away from the, the Gene Keys for a few months. Yeah. So that, that one in particular, you know what? I haven't read that one. No, I don't think I, I really cracked into it yet. But it looks like that's my next journey. Yeah, have some fun with that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. This, this whole thing has been so much fun. Um, can, you, can you tell everyone one more time the website? Yeah, genekeys.com. Very simple. Uh, yep. And... 
you know, it's all there. It's all simply laid out. So, yeah, have some fun. Mm, so good. Well, Richard, thank you so much for joining me. This was so much fun. I got so much out of this. I know that the audience is going to get so much. And I'm so excited for everyone that's kind of new to this to really dive in. Yeah. Thanks, Ronnie. And yeah, just to say that I think you're, you know, the job you're doing is fantastic as well. So mm. yeah, you know, take my hat off to you. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Great. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this fascinating episode of the Holistic Health and Human Potential show. Before you head off, I want to invite you to go to my website for further podcast episodes and tons of free content on holistic health, natural nutrition, and human potential. Please go to www.ronnylandis.net to find out how to take your health and your life to the next level. And also, I want to encourage you to leave a five-star review for this podcast on our iTunes page, which will help me in my mission to get these inspiring messages to millions of people throughout the world. I thank you so much for your support, and I look forward to continuing to provide amazing conversations and content on holistic health and human potential.